Welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. One is a Harvard Business School alum. The other is her son, discussing business, pop culture, family, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, Deb and Kev. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. Sitting safely over there, she's not allowed to walk up or down the stairs anymore for fear of going full Ivana. It's my mom, Deb. (laughs) I'm Deb. Dear God, don't let that happen. And that makes me, ugh, gross, buck-toothed, slack-jawed Eric. I'm her son, Kev, and this is our podcast. Very funny moment to start this podcast. Everybody knows that the production team of the Deb and Kev pod is and Kev. There's not much of Deb involved with it. So she sits- I show up. Yeah. She sits down and I say, here's what the show is going to be. And I start reading her everything. And she's like, oh, and we can talk about this. I said, no, no. This isn't this isn't a Q and A. I'm telling you what we're talking about. Well, she goes, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> well, the way you said it was like, "Hey, we can talk about," and yeah. then I was going to like add some stuff because no. I thought I was being productive today. No, and then you said, uh, "No, I'm not asking you. I'm not soliciting <laughs> yeah. your opinion. I'm just telling you how it's going to be." Yeah, and I this, was like, "Okay, yeah, this all wasn't right. really a team thing. This yeah. was more of you being told." So here's what, what we're talking about. Here's what everybody should know: Kevin complains. Mm-hmm. That he's the whole production team. I hate it. I don't <laughs> want it. All by himself. Right. But yet, you, you've you heard, like, if I ask Kevin a question, yep. then it's like, oh, Deb, trying to take control of the show. Or if I say, hey, what about this? That would be good. I get shut down immediately. So yeah. here I am. Don't put baby in the corner. I'm Hey, Deb, if you want to have a corner. production meeting anytime be- before 30 <laughs> seconds of pressing record, more than happy. Okay. More all than right. happy to have it okay. with you. All right, we are going to talk about how we all wondered why Elon Musk was weird, but now, now we, know we know his dad, and so we're going to talk about why those guys are weirdos in a pod together. Yeah, for sure. Then, I don't know why I thought about this, but I thought, do pickup lines really work? And if so, which ones are good? So then we can have a list of bizarro pickup lines. We had talked about a month ago about a book that we were reading with some friends called From Strength to Strength. We finally finished it. Uh, if we have time, we can talk about the end of that. Yep. So again, it's kind of a hodgepodge of an episode here today. But there's three things I want to start this podcast with. And now that I'm 38 years old and edging closer to old man yells at clouds, Yep. Yep. there are two things that happen that I just struggle with. Oh. The first one is this. Our neighbor's directly behind us. Oh, no, it started. I, I was ha- going to say something. So we've talked about this last summer. And the summer before. The summer before, I believe they were going to college. The kids. The kids oh, were okay. go- going to college. So it was kind of like their last hurrah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that house with the smallest backyard in the world was their meeting place. Yep. Last summer, they obviously had finished their freshman year. Everybody was home. And again, that was the meeting place. What was weird then is weird now because it has taken all summer for the better part of the summer for people to finally find their way back there. But what's so bizarre to me is during the school year, it's dead silent. Pretty much between September and May, there's no noise coming from that house at all. So I assume it's the parents who still live there full time. Or they're all inside. I mean... But during the summer, it feels like the kids come home. Yep. And 
random times, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, yep. they're listening to music and they're playing games. Now, I don't have a problem with them being 20 years old, 21 years old and doing that kind of stuff. It's weird they choose this neighborhood because this yeah. neighborhood is so quiet. Yep. It's weird they choose that house because there is no backyard to do anything. Well, what I think they do, if you if you drive by the front of that house, there is a really long driveway. Sure. And I think that some of their partying is like, I think maybe they've man caved or something, the garage. So they do mm. have, because the garage lights are always on when they're out. I notice it from my bedroom and I see people milling around yeah. in the garage. So I think it's a yard, driveway, garage thing. I mean, it's a nice little house, but it just doesn't feel like the party house. Because it's like... It's not. It is not continuous. I forgot that that happened because kind of when the school year started, all that stops, which makes me think they don't actually live there because college kids are not worried about partying with the forecast not being great. They'll just find a reason to do it. It's weird to me that they... That the parents, I, I I don't know who lives there, but in my brain, it's parents who live there. The kids come home, the parents leave, the kids say, let's come party at my parents' house, and then they're quiet again. But the truth is, now I don't, listen, I don't drive on the other side of our block that frequently, Right. but I mean, I certainly do. And I have never, I mean, in years, seen an adult anywhere on that property. Interesting. I have seen, like when they were in high school, I've seen kids out in the driveway, you know, out on the stoop, you know, playing. But I've never, ever, ever seen an adult that would be identifiable to me. Yeah. The other night, and I don't know if you heard it, they had like actually some good kind of like jazz music. I mean, good music playing, which I was like, I don't mind hearing that. little quartet. And you could hear their voices, but nobody was screaming or anything like that. They were throwing something against a wall. It's the dice game. It's not, it's, it's a long table, wooden table. There's four glasses of beer on either corner. And what they're doing, that clink, you hear that clack. Yeah. They're tossing a a single die up in the air in hopes of getting it in the other team's glass. So that's why you hear it sporadically and just one loud thunk. That, so that was the annoying noise. Just that. And it was probably, I'd actually taken the last recycling out and so I'm thinking it was like between 9.30 and 10, and I was getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. And I stood in front of um, the spare bedroom that Dad sleeps in downstairs, has French doors that go onto our deck. Yep. I just went and stood on the deck to see, like, could hear it a little is bit. he going to hear this? Yep. Like, you know, what's the deal? And then I did think, I mean, I thought about going over to the fence and going, hey, I got a sick guy here. But I just thought, I'm going to wait till 11. If I can hear it at 11 then I'm just going to call the co- I mean, have the cops go tell them. I am your son. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there listening and I'm going like, okay, it's Wednesday. Yep. It's one thing if it's Friday. It's one thing if it's Saturday. It's Wednesday. They are flanked by older people. I mean, like right. other than our stoner neighbor, who's in his late 40s still. No, they're completely flanked by retired they people. They are flanked 100%. by older couples yeah. who are 60, 70 plus. And I'm thinking like, I don't ultimately care about those people because those people don't seem to care either, which is even crazier. Right, right. But I'm sitting here being like, this guy, the last thing he needs at night is to hear a bunch of people partying. And and dad has to sleep with like no noise. Dad, does, right. you and I like white noise. Dad's the opposite. He wants to hear zero. He wants right. to be in an echoless yeah. chamber of noise. 
I don't know why that's just kind of his thing because the guy sleeps super light too. And I thought to myself, if they keep going all night long, the only recourse is to go over there. And what I'm not going to do is try to strong arm and be like, are you effing crazy? It's 12 o'clock on a Wednesday. You just have to pull the sick dad. But just say, Hey, I'm not trying to tamp down your fun. And I'm certainly not, uh, have, I'm certainly not in an experience of partying. Right. Right. Cause I'm a cool hip 38 year old. (laughs) Yeah, but, they're going to look at you like you are old. Right, but I have a dad who is slowly dying of cancer. And the last thing he needs is to hear this on a Wednesday and a Thursday night. Can we bring it inside? Can we turn it all down? Can we lower yeah. the voices? Yeah. Because the other thing is, and this was probably I was guilty of growing up, well, not growing up when I was going to other people's houses, is I don't think the homeowner's kids are the loud ones. It sounds like the friends. Yeah. The, I, it's just the weird, bro-ish voices who who can't say something unless they're screaming it. Right. And I mean, it is that thing of, it's not in your house, it's not on your property. Right. And unless somebody comes out and really smacks down the rules, you think you're okay. Well, yeah, and what 20-year-old is going to check his right. other 20-year-old? No, never going to happen. I, I, it's just it's just freaking weird that, well, you know that it happens really like that. So you know the woman that's kitty corner from them? Yeah, the one who's always in her yard? Always in her yard, okay? Like, she is like... The snippy, touchy, like, I mean, she is the one. In people's business. I am shocked that she hasn't. She's the one that has the fake poison in her yard signs. She has the fake poison in her yard signs, and she's the one who lined her fence with tinfoil to deter chipmunks from right, coming. Right, So, so now they live in our backyard. Yeah, so you can't yeah. see it from, from and if you're eye level, you can't see it, but because we can look kind of down on her yard. Right. The entire inside of her fence is lined with tinfoil. Is lined with shiny metallic tinfoil. Because apparently squirrels don't like that, right? We make our neighborhood sound horrible. <laughs> it's such a nice neighborhood. It's so cute. It's so quaint. I'm telling you this though. It's not that it's changed. We have a lot of renters in here. Like there's new yeah. people down there. Yep. If those kids do live here year round, they're renting. I don't think it's a right, parent right. thing. We have a lot of renters here. This neighborhood is the most kind of desirable neighborhood in the city. So a lot of people congregate here. So there's a mm. ton of cars here. Obviously, I've made my frustrations with the dog barking well known. It's it's always something. And yeah. again, I know I sound like the angry old guy. I'm trying to get there. But there's always something to complain. And if it's quiet, just wait. Because some, yeah. some BS is yeah. about to happen. Well, also, too, like... um. Our guy next door, yeah, Mr. Stoner. Yep. So his dad has been over a lot. Oh, okay. Well, he's always over. Yeah, the dad has taken to smoking cigars now. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I periodically smell this wafting, and it's like, oh, I looked down the other day, and look, it actually looked like he had a little swisher sweet. Do oh, you know nice. I mean? That kind of thing, you know. But familiar. That kid is kind of waking up a little bit out of his. Five-year slumber. Well, I think there's also the thing of it's summer, too. I mean, we forget that last year we didn't really have a summer because nobody was outside doing anything besides the kids who were ingesting beer and inhaling smoke because That's nobody true. That's true. wanted to breathe the air. Yeah. And even though I think we've only had one fire that kind of made its way over here from California, but it was you know, more like Central California, it's been really nice. It's been it's a been super really nice summer. Nice. So everybody who didn't really get a summer last year is now getting a summer this year. And the Zeners are paying for it. I know. They're all out there. They're all, well, and I'm worried too because did you see right down two houses down? They're all home. Oh, all the college boys. Yeah. Now nothing Do you think it's do you think they know them? 
I think the boys that live on our side of the street are older than those boys. And I think, well, at least one of them is like older. And the boys that live on our street went to private school. And I think those guys went to public school. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know how much that is. You kind of all know each other in Reno. I was going to say that just because you didn't go to school together doesn't mean you don't hang out. Yeah. I thought we hadn't, and maybe not. I don't really care enough to pursue it outside of the hours of where it actually affects me. I mean, the boys on our side of the street can party, but those boys are so damn respectful to us that if you were to say anything, they'd, they'd, I mean, especially you, they love you. So they would like tamp it down right away. We should, uh, we should go down there and say, Hey, I need a favor. You should. I need you to go burn their house down. In fact, I think you owe me from the time that I saved your life when you were holding onto a car on a skateboard, Yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. a good time. I think so. Here's my other thing. And this is how I know I've become an old man. Because this doesn't affect me other than temperature-wise. I am so hyper-vigilant about keeping the doors closed during the day. Oh my God, you've turned into that And dad. you and dad are the worst. Okay, I am not the worst. The I am worst. not the worst. Dad, I, I will tell you why you're the worst. Dad is the worst because by percentage, meaning whenever dad opens a door, that door stays open forever unless somebody goes and closes it. But he doesn't really go in and out of the house that much. So it's minimal. You clearly go in and out of the house a lot. And normally, because we're really talking about six weeks out of the year that it really affects this house. Normally, you can leave the door cracked and it doesn't matter. It's anywhere between like 50 and 70 degrees. It's nice. But you'll like go into the garage for just to grab a shirt or to change laundry and you'll leave that door to the kitchen wide open. And in my head, I can count- not even true. The truest thing in the world. She's just too ignorant to it. Oh my God. You just don't ever know. Ignorant and a liar. Is that what you're saying? I I watch you leave that door wide open and I have to pop up out of the couch and go close it. And in your brain, I'm sure you're like, oh, look, I closed the door again. No, it's me walking over there to close it. Stop it. Stop what? That's not even true. It's the truest thing in the world. It is not. It is the truest thing that exists in the world. You are all worked up because dad's temperature right now is so off. He is still sleeping with flannel sheets and a winter comforter, which is beyond, beyond me, okay? And he has air conditioning in his room and doesn't turn it on. Beyond. Crazy, yeah. right? If but, anything, we should bring the, that AC unit in here then if he's not going to use it. The other day, the um, hospice social worker came to visit. The front door's wide open. Midday. It's 89 degrees outside. And I'm, I'm like, did he have it open because he didn't want to get up and answer the door? I mean, I kind of couldn't figure that out. And then I said to him, did you want this open? And he goes, yeah, the heat, the, the warmth feels good. Ugh. And I was like, oh, no, the house is ruined for the day. Ruined. Yeah. It was ruined. And then we forgot, we legitimately forgot to close a side window. Yeah, it, it was bad. But this is, I like, I can't control myself. I yeah, am you've turned into him. the temperature Nazi. Yeah. I have no choice but to be hyper vigilant, watching everybody intentionally or otherwise, raise the temp in this house. Because we don't have central air. We have window units for our rooms. Because honestly, we don't need it the majority of the year. It's unnecessary. You've gone past. There's a really cute commercial where a guy, he owns his own house for the first time. And it's like a cute little craftsman with a big front porch. And he walks out on the front porch and all the lights are on. You can hear music playing. And he goes, Dad, this is for you. The lights are on. The air is on. I'll tell you this. It's the actually, music's on. I actually remember the commercial, and Deb is 
butchering it. But okay. he turns all the lights on. Yeah. He opens all the doors and all yeah. the windows. And he calls his mom and he says, Mom, I want you to let dad know that I'm air conditioning and lighting up the whole neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. You now have gone past that yep. and turned in back into I've the dad. turned into yeah. the dad. Yeah, for sure. I feel sorry for your children. I run hot. If you ever have children, my grandchildren are going to want to come to my house. I run so hot. Like, I think that's a, like, that's a male thing, right? Women run cold. I don't think that. No, women have what? hormones. We have hormones that cause actual hot flashes. There are studies on it. You're, what are you talking this about? This is the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. Women run cold. Women run hot, not cold. You said women, women run cold. We don't run cold. Women run cold. We do you not. You have no blood flow. Women out there, if you don't, if you know him and you don't text him and like blow it up, I will forever. We run hot. There's no way. Hot flash. What do you think the term hot well, flash Hot flashes means? is when your body is shutting down or whatever menopause is. <laughs> oh, God's sakes. Our body isn't shutting down. Our body is just I'm already getting dewy in this room and we've been well, in here for 20 minutes. This is uniquely you. I'm a big guy. You, it Big has guys nothing to sweat. do with men and women. Everything I'm has to do with men and women. I'm coming for you on this Yeah, one. you can come for me because you're wrong. I'm going to do this. I am right. Every single time, and this is how I'm going to actually get her to do it. Every single time, yeah. you just walk into the garage and leave the door open, picture. Picture. Okay, do it. Picture. I don't care. Picture. Do it. Do it. Picture. Do it, Kev. That's how I'm going to get her. I'm going to gaslight well, her into closing open, the door. You're just going to open the Why door. Why would I ever open the door? Deb, I don't want to ever go outside. Enough. You could just open the door and move it around. And I take don't ever want to leave the house for fear of having the door open for 0.5 seconds too long and having all the hot air come into the house. Do you think people want to just hear us argue about the freaking. They want to know that I'm right. Okay. Well. Would you rather be happy or would you rather be right? <laughs> right now, yeah, care more yeah. about being right. Yeah. And here's the last thing that was really funny. Oh, great. This isn't a condemnation. It's actually, uh, it's actually a cute little anecdote for you. Okay. So Deb and I try to record all of these podcasts in the morning or in the afternoon because in the, because in the evenings, it is just so warm in this yeah. back room because yeah. there, no, there, there is no air, there is no AC. So I tell Deb every time we're going to record in the morning, if she doesn't have a call, if she doesn't have a meeting, I say, you have to warm up <laughs> your vocal cords because- if she doesn't, it really is like a lounge singer. Like, How's everybody doing in here? <laughs> Make sure that you tip your waitresses, try the veal on Deb Zener. <laughs> so good. It's just because they're not warm, right? Right, right, right. This morning I'm in my room, I'm changing, and I hear her go, <clears throat> and I'm talking, and I'm talking, and I'm talking, and I'm warming, and I'm warming. And <laughs> I was laughing so hard in my room because I heard you doing the exercises that I have finally incepted you to do. She was walking up the stairs and I assume you were talking to the dog and we're talking, talking and we're talking and how are you and how are things? She looks at me and she's like, what? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, like she, she really believed like I was attempting to get yep. her attention yep. because she can't hear very well right now. So I know right she, now being for the rest of her life. Right. So I know she's looking at me for like a sign, like, yeah. come here, we're going to do she's this. Like, None or, of these words are identifiable to me exactly. yet. Why are you looking at me? And so I just said, oh, I'm going to talk myself to death until I go back downstairs. Yeah. So I, two of those were me being an old man. And then yeah. the last one was, I thought it was so funny. I provided just you entertainment. Pure unadulterated joy it listening is, to that. It is one of those things where you're in another room by yourself and you can't help but have a chuckle. Well, I thought, I thought, does she know I can hear her? <laughs> well, you told me to talk <laughs> no, out loud. I 
need you to talk out loud because the last podcast we did had 1,600 edits in uh, it. It was bad. And so I was like, please just talk. Please, yeah. if you're in the shower, I don't care if it's to the dog, make a phone call. You so have I did to it. talk. And it was funny just to hear it. And yeah. how are you? And I am good. <clears throat> and here we go. It was just this <laughs> wonderful little thing to eavesdrop on. All right. Elon Musk is a weirdo. Okay, well. I found somebody even weirder than Elon Musk, the guy who gave birth to him. So did you see his picture? Yes. He looks like Elon, but a creepy older, weirder version of him. You know, here's the problem. I actually think he looks like, and I, it's hard to tell because he is creepy right now, but it looks like he might have been good looking as a younger man. I can see that. Um, I want to know. Because Elon Musk's mom is a good looking lady too. Oh my gosh. She's beautiful and is aging gorgeously she's a model but is that were they married so errol is his name errol musk e-r-r-o-l and the reason we're talking about errol musk is because a couple weeks ago information came out about 76 year old merrill he had had errol what i say merrill Uh merrill just switched it up there yeah errol yeah elon musk errol musk merrill merrill elsk but we don't want to hurt Meryl Streep, so take that out we of We love mouth. you, Meryl. Yeah. Errol, it was reported by Insider, had another child with a woman who is 41 years his junior. So 35-ish? Yep. He was 76. Okay. She's 35. Now, this is their second child. They have a mm. five-year-old together. And now you might be thinking, Kevin, we don't age shame on this no, podcast. What do you no. care? Here's the kicker. The 35-year-old, whom he had another child with, is his former dot, dot, dot stepdaughter, who came from Elon's biological mom. So Errol and Elon's mom had Elon, but the stepdaughter was was born of a different man. Exactly. Weird, kind of Woody Allen-ish a little bit. And so that is going to eventually launch me into all of the other famous men who seem to want to keep it in the family. But here's where Errol's a weirdo. Okay, go. The stepdaughter thing, that's weird. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know the complexities of being around somebody for a long period of time who's not blood related to you to where you form some type of bond that exceeds that of familial. Can't speak to it. Unfamiliar right, with right, it. Right, right, right. But acting on that and just having those feelings are two very different things, right? Well, but she's not blood related to him. She's not. Yeah. Stepdaughter. Errol says, the only thing we are on earth for is to reproduce. Well, and clearly uh, Elon got that message, Yeah, because he's got 10 kids or whatever right, it is right. he has. Errol has something like seven Kids. Yeah, yeah. So clearly that's just part of their family tradition, bumping out kiddos. It's just, I don't, I don't know how this kind of stuff sees the light of day. I mean, our only job is to reproduce. I mean, in theory, like animalistically, he's entirely correct. Right. Animalistically, our job is to keep the bloodlines going. Keep the species alive. Yeah. As it relates to humans, I think we're good now that we have 9 billion people in the world. I think like we're okay. Like we can, we can move past just trying to reproduce that, that animalistic survival mentality doesn't really apply to human beings anymore. Right. 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 Especially if you once called them daughter. 
Right. Right. So he said, like, some people have had problems with it because I know that my daughters still view her as a sister. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. because that's how they knew her. Yeah, because how, she, she was. That's how they were introduced because to her. Because when she was born, you were already parenting children. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, right? You right. were 40-something. Well, I mean, this kid is born, Elon is what, 50? Yeah. So Elon's 15, uh-huh. his father is 41, and this girl is born. Right. I mean, so they really both remember her as an infant. Correct. As a sibling coming up in their big blended family. Yeah. Right? So, of course, that's how they view her. That's literally all they've ever known her as, because that's still how they know her. They're not going to know her as anything other than sister. You knew her as stepdaughter, and now you know her as mother. So your well, son's half-sister, not half-sister, your son's stepsister is now his... His stepmother if they're married. They're not married. Well, the children are... His... No, it's not his stepsister. It's his real sister. No, no, no. Half-sister. No, no, because she, she's not blood. She had a Oh, yeah, yeah, she's blood to Elon. She's so blood his to Elon. half-sister has now given birth to his siblings. If it's, siblings? If it's his father's children, then half, there's half. His half-sister gave birth to his half-brother or sister, whatever the gender is. Yeah, exactly. Is that a quarter? Not a quarter. Is I it, don't know. Quarter siblings once removed or something like that. See, when you have to, when you have to be able to like, use cartography yeah, to, to find your family out. tree, yeah. that's bad. That's not good. That's not good. Well, also, too, like I don't know that she was the very youngest because clearly... He thinks we're here to reproduce, yeah. right? So there could be more. But I mean, did the baby of the family, they just thought the baby should have babies? I mean, like, what is the deal? Let her go be the baby of the family, right? I I, I get that it's weird. Like, we can all universally agree that that's weird. I, It's like, if you never would have told anybody, nobody would have ever known. Exactly. Like, why did you need to come out with it? Yeah. Who, well, who, what was the- It what? was inevitable, though, Kev. Elon is fa- Elon is famous. His mother is famous. But he. But what I'm saying is, Errol gave an interview. Oh well, that was stupid. He's 76. Yeah. I mean, that he's was in the stupid. throes of dementia. Yeah. At all, stupid. everybody could be a stepdaughter or his yeah, lover. He exactly. doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know anymore. So that wasn't great. No, that was bad. And then later on in the week, we have Ricky Martin living La Vida Loca but in the most this. real way. Yeah, is being charged of having a. Physical relationship with his 21-year-old nephew. Yeah. And because incest in, I forget where he's from, like in Spain or something like that, like I think that's where he's being charged, is is a high crime. He's facing up to 50 years. What? In prison. Oh, that would be horrible. That would be terribly disappointing. Incest is a weird thing. Like, I get that. No, Kevin. No, no, no. Say it like emphatically. No, incest, incest is like a weird being thing. charged for incest is a weird thing because clearly, like biologically, it's not good. I mean, we've, we have all known that bloodlines, staying in the bloodlines isn't good. Like every royal family has like that quirky, weird, weird prince who's on. tied yeah. to yeah. the chains in the dungeon because yeah. he yeah. eats birds. Yeah. Because it's just so much inbreeding. And eating bird is not a bad thing, but, but just. But when they're alive, it is. Exactly. 
So I get why we would like collectively as a species be like, hey, go outside the family. Like, yeah. go. go I mean, even Errol, he's not related to her yeah. only through marriage. So it's like, this is an incest. Yeah. It doesn't, optically, it doesn't look good. But like, there's no fear of weird stuff. Now, granted, somebody's going to be looking at me and be like, well, his it's a nephew. So it's not like he and Ricky were ever going to produce. Right. right? But there's a blood relation here. Yeah. And so- I get why all of us would say, hey, incest is bad. But at the same time, I want to say like, but who is it hurting? Well, I mean. In, incest in general, not him taking advantage of a 21-year-old nephew who maybe they started having relations when he was a teenager. So that is statutory rape. That's rape. I'm not. I'm just curious. It's like how they, it's like how, how prostitution isn't legal. And we say it's like, because sometimes women are being trafficked, but if somebody, if some woman's like, no, I'm in charge of my body, I know exactly what I'm going to do. And if somebody wants to pay me for it, that should be my decision. Incest, I emphatically agree is weird and wrong and nobody should do it. It's just weird that we would charge somebody for it because in theory, we also charge people for suicide, like a suicide's illegal. Right, right. Well, first of all, I'm not going to go down any kind of conversation where it would give, I'm going to say, incest, people that are prone to incest or people that have, you know, um, you know, pedophile type things or any, any, but that, but I'm not talking about okay. any of that. None For of that is sure. okay. That, that is, and that is, and the, who is it hurting thing? A gazillion people is who it's hurting. Assuming okay. that they're children and not adults of their own volition. But what I'm saying is if this happened within the last six months, which I don't even know the timeline on this, and he's 21. He's an adult, right? In the yeah. eyes of the world, he's an adult. And Ricky is an adult too. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying it's cool. I'm not saying anybody should do it. I'm just, I'm wondering how it's a crime when two consenting adults get together. Here's what, well, the incest part of it in Spain or wherever they are. But here's the other thing I want to say. We cannot. Puerto Rico, by the way, sorry. Okay, Puerto Rico. I cannot say this enough. And this is real, especially in our society today, where we have I mean, such hero worship of the most ridiculous people in the world. Yep. Okay. Whether they do one thing well, whether it's in politics or entertainment or sports or wherever. Okay. Ricky Martin is what? Close to 50? Yeah. Good looking, really, really a big entertainer, has totally been, I mean, like, has been in the limelight for 30 plus years. Crazy entertainer in the Latin community and worldwide. Yep. Okay. He has money, he has power. He has influence. That against a 21-year-old now. 21 is only a line we draw for legality. We all know that especially boys, their brains are not fully formed until whatever, 25, 26, 27, 38, okay? Okay. So here's Debatable the thing. Debatable on that. Here is the thing. It isn't an even playing field. It's just not. It's not just to consenting adults. So what if it was a 70-year-old man and a 40-year-old nephew? I mean, well, okay, there's still the incest piece sure. that makes us all creepy. Which I'm saying is that but, that but is the law. S- but it does feel like there's not trickery on that, that Got there's it. not potential, potentially. But I do want to say this, power and money at any age are a thing. Why do you see beautiful, intelligent, gorgeous young women marry somebody that looks like Rupert Murdoch? I mean, it's ridiculous. Because money. Marry somebody that honestly looks like Donald Trump. Because money. Okay, there, there you go. 
I mean, that has... But that's not, that's not the point I'm trying to make. That has an undue influence. Those are two different things because this is hyper-specific to somebody who has fame and fortune, right? Right, right. That if, if Ricky wasn't anything other than a Puerto Rican father of four who nobody knew outside of his immediate neighborhood and he was having sexual relations with his nephew who was 21, mm-hmm. it's an entirely different conversation because there's nothing to gain there. Now, you could say, well, the age difference lends itself to manipulation, but the law says that 21-year-old is an adult, and crimes are typically hurting somebody. But that so what, what Spain or Puerto Rico is yep. saying is, and it's probably a lot because of the Catholic Church there as well, sure. but good for the Catholic Church on this one. I mean, incest is not okay, period. But here's what's even in, more interesting. I'll bet when that rule was created, it was because of cross genders, right? Because you yeah. don't want to procreate and breed a child born of incest. Now they're both men. Listen, I mean, I guess people can get up there, but when you know and say, well, like, look, I'm a guy. No child is going to be created, number one. Number two, I'm an adult. I should be able to do what I want. And number three, if it's incest, it's none of your business. I mean, I want to say that, but that line gets so blurry so fast. Keep the government out of my incest relationships. Yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I'm welcoming the government in on this one. I, I, I don't disagree with it. I just would love for somebody to explicitly tell me why it's not okay because who is it harming if both parties are willing participants well, in it? Well, here's what here's what I want to say. Yeah. Is it obviously is harming this guy cuz he has spoken out. True. And he pressed charges. So either he did something in a moment that he didn't feel like he was willing. Well, wouldn't he go to jail too? Well, as he, an adult he's participating he could, in incest. Unless he felt he was somehow coerced. Coerced into incest. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That feels like prove it. But I think if, so here's what I think. I think if a father has sex with his daughter, yeah, there is, we're, we're going to call it like she's 12. Uh-huh. There's rape in there. She, you know, okay. But there's incest on there too. Of course. So we don't know the Puerto Rican court enough to know what other charges are in there. We know the a lot one, of courts, but we don't know the Puerto Rican courts. The only thing that counts and rings loud to us Americans yeah. is the incestual charge. Yeah, and it being Ricky Martin. And it being Ricky Martin. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I'm also kind of like, Ricky Martin, come on. You can be with anybody in the world that you want to be with. I mean, if it's about being with people, don't pick your cousin. I've told you this. Once people reach a certain level of fame or fortune, the normal, the norm, the norm, normalities of life no longer apply to them. They go find the weird stuff, the stuff that they're not supposed to do, because I think it's kind of a God complex where they say, what can I actually get away with? What depravity, what social norms, what in under God's skies can I do to feel even more Powerful, immune yeah. to the yeah, world around crazy. me? Well, in that, if that is the case, if that's what's driving it, yeah. then he should go to a Puerto Rican prison for 50 years. Puerto Rican prison. I imagine that that's bad. I imagine Puerto Rican prisons I, aren't good. I, and I imagine you have to have people bring you food. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Okay, so then there's another one, and probably one of the more famous ones that's no longer applicable because the people in part of it have aged is Woody Allen. Yep. Woody Allen was married to Mia Farrell. Yep. Mia Farrell has like 12 kids between like natural birth and adoption. Right. Crazy, right? But she doesn't have them with 10 million husbands. No, some are adopted and some are with uh, old blue eyes. Right, right. Which is Frank, Frank Sinatra. I no, I don't think she has any of Frank Sinatra's children. She was married to him. 
but I don't believe there were ever children from uh, that age. The boy, what's her son? The journalist? Rowan? Yeah, he's not. What, Rowan Farrow is his name. Yeah, but not Rowan Sinatra. Yeah, but I think I think the 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 bad kept secret in Hollywood is that he's Frank's. Be careful with that. Oh, who, to who? Well, is Mia well, Farrow going to come after no, me? No, I'm just saying I don't know if that's accurate. I think that's. I think she would tell you he's not Frank's. I think How Rowan would tell Rowan? you. I have no idea. That okay. we can't go down that. Okay. She's got twelve okay. kids, so she adopts Soon Yi. Yep. from Korea. Yep. She then marries Woody when Soon Yi's like five. Right. Apparently, Mia and Woody like never even lived in the same building together. Yep. Like she yep. lived on one side of Central Park. He lived literally just across the park in another apartment. Which seems right for Woody Allen, right? And he would just come over like sporadically. Like they were married. They were right. married. They were husband and wife in the eyes of the law and New York, but they never lived together, right? Yeah. And then they eventually get divorced because it's weird to be married and not live together or share any meaning of life, meaningful well, life moment together. I just think they're both strange. And I think they both, and I think Woody is super, super reclusive yep. and needs, I'm going to say needs his private time. Yep. And so I think she agreed to an arrangement that sounded like it could work. I mean, really, listen, I don't care how people, I can get all, I could totally get behind separate houses, yep. right? And still being married and you're still my partner. Um, but, you know, there's there's some weirdness there, for and, sure. And so it was claimed that when Mia Farrow and Woody Allen were divorced, he started unofficially, of course, right. dating Soon Yi. Yep. When she was 15. Right. And then they only got married uh, when she was 27. But like she was living with him. Right. The entire time. Like right. from, from 15 to 27, they were together. Yeah. Morning, noon, and night. As a couple. As a couple. Yeah. And it was never confirmed. It was never, uh, there was no, like they're, they're, they rarely went out in public together. But I mean, paparazzi being what it is, they were together morning, noon, and night. And soon Yi gave some interviews saying like, uh, Mia was uh, emotionally abusive and she was totally disconnected. And like Woody wasn't great, but when he would come over, it, it would at least like tamp that down. And he was he was inquisitive about her and all this kind of stuff. And like, listen, there's a whole rabbit hole of- Yeah, sad stuff there. Yeah, Had a feeling you can go down with Woody Allen. But again, it's these really, really famous, really, really well-known guys being like, oh, I could pro I mean, it's Woody Allen. Woody Allen could, at his heyday, could go have pretty much any woman he wanted right. of legal age right. who right. he wasn't at some point related to blood-wise or otherwise. I mean, you And he chose the 15-year-old stepdaughter. You shouldn't be able to date Diane Keaton, for instance, and then, yeah. I mean, the sweet Annie Hall. Right. You should not be able to date her and date your daughter. And then the other one that's not. And it's not his stepdaughter. I well, don't think it is. It's his adopted daughter. It is his daughter. Or is she only adopted by Mia? I think she's only adopted by Mia. Okay. Yeah. I never All saw right. anything that said okay. he adopted her. Okay. Though when you read about their relationship, Mia and Woody's, it doesn't even sound like they knew each other before they got married. Okay. They just kind of got married and were like, what goes into all of this? And like, I don't know. Do you just want to stay in your place? Sure. Do you just want to stay in your place? Sure. Do you want to live lives together? Mm, when it. Feels okay, feels okay, but yeah. other than that, no. And then the last one, which there's not a lot of reports on, but like in the divorce paperwork alludes to it a lot, is Morgan Freeman. Yes. 
I don't want anything. No, anything dating his ex-wife's granddaughter. Oh yeah, that's creepy. Her name. I and, love and, Morgan Freeman, and it doesn't end well for Adina Hines. So when Morgan Freeman was getting a divorce from his wife, uh, Myrna, what was it? Uh, Myrna Colley Lee. They had been like estranged for three years. They had been married for twenty five years. In the court documents, it said he had this very hands-on relationship with Adina Hines, who was from Morgan Freeman's previous wife, mm-hmm. daughters. Yeah. Granddaughter. So she's his granddaughter. Right. Now, again, I don't think there's any blood related. I think his wife got remarried. Oh, okay. Had kids. Because I think it was okay. very young. Because Morgan Freeman's like almost in his 80s now. Yeah. And then they, she had the granddaughter. So the divorce happens. And of course, everybody in Morgan Freeman's camp is like, no, this is ridiculous. This is mudslinging. But like everybody says, it's the worst kept secret. They don't yeah. go out in public together. There's no relationship like that will ever be official. But it is very clear that a man of his age isn't hanging out with a older teen because they have a lot of crossover Ugh, in life. I don't even want right? to know this stuff. And then sadly, Adina Hines was murdered by her boyfriend like three years ago. And in the court proceedings after Lamar Davenport was convicted of murdering her, Adina's mom, who is Morgan Freeman's stepdaughter, removed now at this point, Mm. says this wouldn't have happened if Morgan hadn't molested her. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Like she thought he kind of screwed up Adina's picker. Yeah. So let's let's just have a rule. Okay. I just this is a rule I want. No incest. No, no, I'm not even gonna say that. Oh, I'm Deb's in say, for it. Deb's cool I'm, with incest. It's a new rule. Yeah. If I've called you mother uh-huh. or father. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Mom or dad. Even as a joke. Pa. Even even Ma. if we're just messing around. Good time. If times. I've called you that, I should never have sex with you. Pop pop. I've never had should mom, never mom. Poppy. Yeah. You know, G Ma. No no way. I'm not having sex with you. Nope. Okay. If I've ever referred to you ever as, as my brother yeah. I, or sister, I should never have sex with you. Got it. If I've rev- ever refer- referred to you as my granddaughter, yeah. grandson, mm-hmm. grandpa, yeah. grandma. If you've ever seen somebody at a family reunion. And hugged them and said, this is family. Off limits. Off limits. Yeah. This is like, this is just, the the water is too muddy on this. Yep. There is a world of nine, how many billion people or something? About that. Like, go find somebody else. Well, you didn't call daughter. Because here's the thing. There is not just one person for you. You can go and find mm-hmm. another. Here's the other thing. And another. And another and another and another. And another. And the other one might be better than the last. And not related to anybody you've already dated. And maybe your picker gets better as you keep going through life and picking people. But again, the basic rules, we can even leave incest out of it. Mm-hmm. They can never be re- have been referred to as family. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of relationships, let's move on to pickup lines. Hey. Okay. Are you my daughter? Yeah, that should be the first one. Hey, you know you know how like I saw this line on a um, movie last night where uh, that Chris Pratt thing we're watching. Yeah. And the gal said to him in a, I guess it was a strip club or something. She said, hey, are you a cop? And he, go, he kind of looks at her and she goes, you have to tell me if you're a cop. And he goes, well, I don't think that's a thing, yeah. but I'm not a cop, yeah. right? So all pickup lines should start with like, hey, do you think we're related? Yeah. yeah. Hey, are you my dad? Yeah. No. 
You have to tell me if you're my dad. I don't (laughs) think that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. So I've always thought pickup lines were funny because I never thought they were real. Like I didn't think anybody actually used them. It was just part of like, it was this funny part of culture that really only existed in like TV and film as an entry point to a relationship. Like nobody in the real world would ever use pickup lines. But you have to start somewhere, fair enough. Sure. If, If I'm in a bar... This is me because everybody. If you're knows, at a family reunion, if, if, I, if I'm at a family reunion in a bar, and I see okay, my second cousin who has matured over summer, exactly. If I'm in a bar, and first of all, I don't think I'm ever in a bar alone. That's no, number Deb, one rule. Notorious for bar fly. Yeah. So I'm in a bar, and then I see that smarmy guy at the end of the bar. But I mm-hmm. think, hey, that looks like a good conversationalist. Yep. I mean, at some point, if I'm going to walk over to him, there is a first sentence that's said. Do we agree? Yep. That isn't necessarily a pickup line, correct? Of course. So starting the conversation, which I'm just going to say is without agenda, fair enough, Yep. is not a pickup line. So everybody gets to start conversations with anybody they want, back and forth. Not a pickup line. This means I'm going in for it. I agree. Right? So, so to me, this is singular to me, I just think pickup lines are weird because I, I can't... It's weird that you wouldn't go up to somebody and just compliment them. It's weird that you wouldn't go up and just introduce yourself. But because I think we kind of rely heavily on film and TV dictating what we're supposed to do, we think of ourselves having to have this unforgettable one-liner that resonates with the person we're trying to pick up, guy or girl, vice versa, so that that's the jumping off point for the relationship, that little rom-com story. And it gets even more complicated when you add in dating apps because there are right. things that you could, in theory, say to somebody in real life at a bar or a family reunion. And then there's things that you would say online on Via like Tinder or, or Bumble yeah. or something like that. Has now, I know it's not been that long for you, but thinking back to your previous life, yep. was there ever a pickup line used on you that you thought, oh, that's good? Or so, or was that even a thing yet? So here's the th- yes, there were pickup lines. Here's the thing about pickup lines with me. Mm-hmm. The only way you were going to be able to stand there beyond the pickup line was if it was so clever. I mean, just clever, right? Yeah. I mean, clever with a little humor on it. Uh-huh. And then you could tolerate the crap I was going to throw back at you as a result of it. Like, right. number one, it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. But now, number two, I'm going to give you shit a little bit. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. Okay. If that banter you can survive, then you don't like, I'll probably talk to you or we'll probably go out on the dance floor, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like that will probably get you there. But if it is seriously some stupid pickup line, it's not, I'm, I'm just good. I am one of these. I, I, this is how I feel. You could be six foot eight yeah, and I'm going to look down my shoulder at you. Do you know what I mean? The look. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, go away. I mean, just go away. All right. Let's see if some of these would resonate. Now you have... Honestly, what pickup lines are icebreakers, right? Right, right. And I think what you described is exactly correct. If you can say it, don't like straight face, but there's a level of humor behind yeah. it where yeah. both people understand like I'm doing this intentionally to yeah. talk to you. So I'm not actually trying to pick you up with this line, but isn't there a boyish charm to what I'm trying to do here? I'm trying to break the ice. Right. Right. So one would say something like this. Are you a magician? Because when I look at you, everyone else disappears. Okay. I, if, so you say that to me and then I say I'm to not you, saying it to you. No, but I mean, you be the guy, I'm the girl. And then I would look at you and I would go, 
That is the stupidest thing I've mm-hmm. ever heard. Now, if you can stand there after that, which you have to, and 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 laugh, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like yep. laugh at me looking at you and saying that, yeah. and then continue the banter. We're probably okay because then, as the guy, your response is good. Now you'll never forget me. Exactly. Bing bong. Okay. Do you have a roadmap? Because I just got lost in your eyes. Okay, you've got to go away. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to just keep on walking, baby. Uh, There is nothing more that needs to come out of your mouth. Are you an electrician? Because you're definitely lighting up my day. Mm, Go away. These are painful. Those are painful. But but this is my question. Is there a pickup line that exists that's not horribly on the nose painful? Well, the first one was a little bit cute. The magician one. Yeah. These other two were like, ugh. They just fell. How about- For me. A little more topical. Okay. I believe in following my dreams. Can I have your Instagram account? That would probably make me laugh, especially at my age. I would go like, what makes you think I have an Instagram account, yeah. right? You another know. another, uh, another, maybe Gen Z related. I should complain to Spotify for you not being named this week's hottest single. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm. If now, you were now f- I'm like, are you my grandchild? I mean, who are you? And now we got a little wordplay, a little pun yeah. action. If you were a fruit, you'd be called fineapple. No, that's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Dev got a little smirk on that one. Pineapple. Th- listen, if really a stranger delivered that to me with a straight face, yeah. there is no question I would burst out laughing. I mean, I would laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. If they can survive mm-hmm. a, that little bit of, and I want to say that little bit of female or male condensate, you know. Uh, Condensation? I was Dewey? Gonna, yeah. That's I how I feel. I didn't mean chair. condensation. I mean, conden. I don't know. Cons- what is the word? Condemnation. No. Condemnation. Contemplation. Condemnation and condescending. Con- condescension. Yeah. Condescension. If they can survive that, mm-hmm. then, you know, I probably, they'll probably at least get a conversation for sure, you know. But I mean, I do think, you know, I think the best thing to walk up to somebody, especially if you're in a bar, yeah. is just to say, hey, I saw you sitting over here. Can I buy you a drink? I mean, it just get because buying the drink, means you're hopefully, if you walk over to the person, buying the drink means you get to stand there. You've kind of leased the space for a moment, yeah. right? I mean, isn't that easy enough? There was uh, the movie Hitch with right. Will Smith, who we all disavow still. Right. There's a scene in Hitch where he's at this very swanky club, and there's this beautiful woman, and she's flanked by all of these men just angling for her attention, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all fawning over her. And they're all saying how beautiful she is. And Will Smith very casually goes up and he says, hey, I'll take a vodka soda with a lime. Thanks so much. I'll be over here. Because what he's doing is he's he's zigging when everybody's zagging, right? right. Everybody's like, I want to tell you how beautiful you are to the woman who everybody knows is beautiful. I want to tell you how special you are, even though I don't know you. And Will Smith's like, I'm just going to stand out. And by yeah. standing out, it's a little chauvinistic for sure in yeah. that he's treating the, the woman like a waitress. But the second she responds, because she kind of tracks him down, he immediately- Because she's not the waitress. Right. Right. He immediately pivots and turns on the charm. He just said, I needed to get you out of there to be able to have a conversation. Yeah. That's much more attractive. Totally. Right. Right. Totally. Like, I know, guys. So he's going to risk, I'm just going to say, risk insulting you a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, like, there's a little baby risk in there that I'm going to come at him, but then he's going to circle around with something even nicer. Totally. Yeah. I was with, uh, this was years ago, and I, a buddy did this, and I thought, this is the dumbest thing in the entire world, and it worked. 
we were out. I mean, nobody was like too crazy. There was like one or two. It was kind of dying. It was kind of dying down, but it was still busy. And there was this beautiful girl over to the corner. And one of my, and we were all like, okay, we ready to get out here. Everybody's like, yeah. And one of my buddies kind of peels off from the group as we're all leaving. There's like five or six of us. And he goes and he says something really quick to the girl, like very Hitch-esque, even though she's just with her friends. And then comes back. And as we're waiting, probably for a cab at this point, she comes out. Oh. And she gives him her phone number. Wow. And we're like all in the car. We're like, oh my gosh. What is, what is, what is, blah, 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 blah. She chased him out kind of a little bit. And we're like, and this guy, I mean, he was, he was good looking enough, but it's not like women chasing him good looking. Right. And we had never seen anything like that from him before. Right. And we're like, what in God's name did you say to her? And he's like, I just walked up to her. I looked her straight in the eyes and I said, you're the most beautiful woman in this bar. And I just wanted you to know that. And oh, walked that's away. great. That's Hook, line, great. and sinker. Yeah. I don't think anything came from it. Yeah. I don't no, think a single is, thing came from it. That's great. That is still great. I mean, that is just like he laid it at her feet and yeah. he walked away. Walked yeah. away. Do what you will with yeah. it, right? She didn't have to do anything except feel good with that. You know? Because if she didn't chase him, she feels good. She tells that to her yeah. friends. If she goes after him, it's a it's a conf- it's a nonverbal confirmation that she was like definitely into that line and she assessed you visually enough to be like, okay. Well, snap decision. She what she's doing is she's returning the compliment by going after it. Yeah. Right. I mean, he laid this huge compliment at her feet. And I want to say, like you'd said, like, you know, he's not the best looking guy in the world. He's a good looking guy. Mm -hmm. But that's that when that happens like that, that's that thing that we talked about, like the Seth Rogans of the world. Oh, yeah. The Jack Blacks of the world. Yeah. When suddenly they become adorable and darling like Jack Black in Holiday. Is that the movie? Oh, uh, him Cameron and Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Jack Black, he's still Jack Black, but that Jack Black is darling and adorable and attractive. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And so when that is even more, that's when that five becomes a 10. Totally. Right? Yeah. So here's where the other wrinkle comes in. And this is something that your generation probably, well, you, mm-hmm. other people in your generation are clearly single and are on dating apps, but you're unfamiliar with this. And it's like the, the, opening line. It's not even a pickup line. It's the opening line when you've matched with somebody on a dating app. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, that'll never happen with me. Pretty convoluted stuff because, because you're not directly in front of them. So you're not, you're not restricted to a time. You're not restricted to a place. There's usually no friends around. It's just this vacant void, right? It's you on your phone, them on their phone. And you can't assume that their phone is directly in front of them and that they're and that they're in the app. So it's not like you can come out really hard and really aggressive. You need to kind of lay that hook okay. in waiting for them to come and snatch it up and then respond, right? So a lot of it, I mean, the majority of stuff is like humor-based, right? Okay. Because, again, you're trying to... Keep it light. Keep it light, but say like, funny guy alert. Yeah. We talked about this on uh, last week's podcast. Attractive. He's a five, yeah. but he's funny. Yeah. Right? So now ten. he's a 10. Yeah. Some of the lines are weird. Okay. Some people do. So this is, so let me get this right. The dating app said I matched with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like we would be a fit according to all the questions we answered. Yeah. Is that it? And so. No, 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 no. 
there's not that depth of complexity, Deb. You see somebody's photo, and based on what they look like after five seconds, you swipe left or you swipe right. Oh, okay. And if you really care because you want to use the dating app to actually date, you look at all of their photos, you read their bio, you try to assess to the best of your ability. Sometimes they'll have religion on there. Sometimes they'll have politics on there. They definitely have age, race, all that kind of stuff. If you want to do more of an in-depth version of that, you can do that. But there's no like, hey, the AI thought we'd be good (laughs) together. It's like, no, in the moment, what do you think? Okay, so- we think now is there like I just immediately sent him a message? Uh, well, on Bumble, yeah, girls start the conversation, so all the power okay. is with the women. All right, pretty much on every other app, it would be the guy starting it. Well, I I kind of like it that the girl gets control in that one app. Bumble, Bumble yeah. also has the ability to make friends. Oh, okay, as well as find uh, professional. Oh, okay, connections too. So Bumble is like. It feels healthier. Feels healthier. Yeah. Maybe Not, still creepy. Yeah. Okay. So the the pickup lines can kind of be the same, but a lot of stuff goes like the humor is going so far to the extreme. Like a, a traditional pickup line would be like, so are we married now? Oh, just because we said like, hi. We connected. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the opening line. Yeah. So Take it to the extreme now? and then you kind of move okay. your yeah. way back. Does that resonate with a woman of your age? So are we married now? I think I would go. Oh, you wouldn't like that one. Mm -mm. So referencing the app itself, uh, all your pics came through at a 45 degree angle. Guess you're a cutie. No. No, you don't like the wordplay. No. Not a big pun gal. No. Wouldn't respond to that. Not that one. Not that one. Yeah. Oh, in your photo, you play soccer. Looks like you're a keeper cute oh she didn't like it I'll give him a cute <laughs> i don't know that i'd throw him out with that but i mean now that you've explained how the app works i'm just kind of depressed well here's Kevin, the, have you ever been on a dating app? every guy's been on a dating app really here's some other ones so disappointed if you're disappointed in me you're disappointed in the entire generations below me just go find a healthy nice girl nobody's here's, here's the thing everything. you need to know deb nobody's this actually on dating apps everything. to find healthy nice anybody <laughs> Okay, nobody's there for that. So here's some other stuff where you actually get a little more forward where your opening line is drinks or coffee this week. Like you don't even have any of the casualties. That's how you start it. Mm, I mean, like we're just going to meet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, don't I want to talk to him a little bit? Well, I think it's that's the opening salvo to the relationship. So here's what I say. Like, I think Mm -hmm. if you are a professional dating app person, like that. Drinks or coffee this week? That sounds good to me. Oh, okay. Let's just go straight to it. Yeah. I mean, let's not, because at some point, don't I become like annoyed with all this trivial totally. crap? A, a right? thousand percent. So let's just get to it. Coffee, drinks, this week, yes or no, depending on what you can see. That's yep. what they're saying. I mean, I think if I've been doing it for a while, I'm going to actually be happy with that. Exactly. A seasoned, a seasoned pro is like, hey, physically, I think you're attractive. Now let's get to know you. And I want to yeah. get to know you in the real world. Yeah. And if you're stupid, even for five minutes, I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm not feeling the connection. Here's a good one. And I want you to actually think about what your answer to this so would my be. my coffee is always going to be to go. <laughs> just saying. Send me your favorite gift so I get to know you better. I have to pay for my own gift and send it no. to him. <laughs> no. Send me your favorite gift. Oh, G-I-F. G-I-F. 
Deb's like, now you want presents from me? What are you, some some Nigerian prince? You want my bank account numbers? What? Uh, now I got to send them our gift? <laughs> oh, gift. No, that makes that stupid for people my age. But what would you send? Because um, you would send it. I probably would send it. Um it would probably be something off color. Do you mean where something somebody's using the F word or something? Deborah. It probably would be. That's not okay. Like, you know, it's like some little kid stomping around and then saying something stupid like that. Those make me laugh. How about this one? This is this this could blur the lines of if you just see somebody really beautiful or if you're on an app. On a scale of one to the United States of America, how free are you for drinks this evening? I mean Oh, she didn't clever. like that one. I no, thought no, that no, one I'm, was funny. No, I'm okay. I know that's clever. I would go. I would not. I, I that I would absolutely say yes to that. Yeah. But I don't know if it would knock my socks off. Okay. What if you go meta with the icebreaker? What if you go meta with the pickup line and okay. you address that the line itself is just your pickup line? You say Titanic. That's my icebreaker. What's up? I can go with that. You like, I like that one. Yeah, I it, can go with it that. It makes a joke of what you're doing, and you, you get over the hurdle of overthinking well, and it. And self-deprecating is very, very attractive yep. to me. So that feels like we've entered that area yeah. without them being weird about themselves, right? I like that they acknowledge that it's dumb. Yeah. And that we yeah. just, the act of sending anything yeah. is yeah. the opening exactly. to whatever this relationship I mean, send could me, be. Send me a picture of an ice cube. I'll be fine with that too, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find some more like deranged ones. Oh, I'm sure there's lots of them out there. There was one there's, you know, there are full like Instagram accounts based on like horrible opening lines right. or based on like really cheesy pun opening lines. And then people being like, holy, holy like, oh my God, this is the worst thing. This one guy started, he's like, uh, he's like, you're so beautiful. You must be from Mexico because you're Nito Burrito or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. And the girl's like, that is the worst opening line I've ever heard. He's like, holy guacamole, you're mean. <laughs> <laughs> now I love him. Yeah. Seriously, if he came back with that, yeah. I would rescind. I would say, I'm rescinding my previous rescinding my previous <laughs> remark. But you know what I think is, here's the thing, like, you know, hot became a thing like way when I wasn't hot. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I was older. Mm -hmm. So hot is a term that still has a little bit of discomfort for me because to me, it is so sexualized. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. Of course. So when somebody says beautiful, that's a whole different thing, right? Mm -hmm. And beauty is literally in the eyes of the beholder and beauty is all encompassing, yep. right? So beautiful is a better word. I would say that. I mean, if girls want to be called hot, avoid those girls. Yeah. I mean, that would be my advice to all men. I mean, avoid them from, for a long-term relationship. Because if that's where the investment is, I mean, that's just a night together, right? What about overconfidence? What if somebody started with, well, here I am. What are your other two wishes? Yeah. <laughs> I would be like a burrito and a taco. Okay. I mean, like, no. Yeah. No. You know what's really funny? There's an opening line. Important question. Pizza or tacos? Okay. That's a good one. That is a conversation starter. That's for a conversation Deb. starter. She finds yeah. the purpose in that, but yeah. the overconfidence. No, don't like it. No, even though you swiped right on him. Well, I swiped right apparently only on how he looked. Right. Yeah. So now I know he's stupid. Well, that doesn't mean he's stupid. That means he's well, confident. He's, arrogant. Not he's a confident. good-looking, confident guy. Yeah. Hawaiian or pepperoni? Hawaiian. And that's the end of the conversation. They got married <laughs> shortly thereafter. So Deb, there's a there's there's a glimpse into the online 
dating world. And then we have a better understanding of Deb and pickup lines in the normal world. So painful. So painful. Yeah. Last one. I'd say God bless you, but it looks like he already did. Mm, Cute. I might, I might respond to that. Oh, Deb likes that one. The last one was the best one. Yeah, I might respond to that. I mean, that's cute. That's clever. It's not sexualized. It's not about appearance. It's not about their ego. Yeah. It's just, I just think, I think the things that would be attractive to me are like a little bit of, you know, self-deprecation with the sense of humor. Of course. Cleverness I'm attracted to. But I just want to say, stay in that middle of the road place that doesn't lean into I'm so cool. Because I'm when you're texting stuff, I'm confident can come across as I'm cocky, right? I mean, For sure. you've got to be very careful with that. So I just think like, play it safe down the middle of the road till the actual conversation gets started. And there you go. And now you all have a roadmap when you want to pick up Deb. <laughs> there you go. We will save our from strength to strength ending synopsis for next week because we are well over an hour. So that is going to do it for this Thursday episode of the Deb and Kev podcast. Remember to like, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast and you can follow us on all of our social channels at Deb and Kev Pod. Mom, I forgot to ask anything else. No, I'm good. She's so good. Mom, I love you to death. I love you, baby. We will see you all on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Deb and Kev podcast. Remember to like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow Deb and Kev on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter at Deb and Kev Pod.